Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Africa Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Mobile say they are constrained in executing the court's judgment due to massive amounts involved. And even as lawyers, sometimes we are, we are not very sure how we are going to go about the execution, given that the state continues to allow the amount to grow. We have details as lawyers reject Attorney General's claim of collusion between state actors and the claimants. The process of judgment debt for me had become a conduit for milking the state, had become a conduit for necessarily inflicting financial hardships on the state, and some people had more or less permitted it to be an enterprise. Also tonight, Doomsaw hits Parliament on the day power outages dominated the first day of debate of the 2024 State of the Nation Address as brothers on the different sides, John and Abu Jinapo, go at each other. For the past three weeks to four weeks, they've been shedding load on a daily basis. Yesterday alone, they shared 530 megawatts. What we experienced yesterday and what we experienced this afternoon, we experienced it for four continuous years. And what are they telling us, Mr. Figa? We have details from Parliament where MPs and staff got stuck in elevators after ECG also disconnected the house over its 23 million city debt owed the ECG. 
on the fifth and sixth floor. In fact, I just came in because we just got the fire service people to try to get them open, open the elevator. And it's very serious. And I think this house, before, before we continue doing business, we must know the crisis we face. Stay with me for details on that. Also tonight, police foiled deadly attack on a bus carrying passengers from the volatile Boko town as 10 heavily armed gunmen lay ambush at a fuel station in readiness to launch attacks on the passengers in business. Bank of Ghana steps up monetary measures to check excess city in circulation as it take extra measures to deal with the current pressure on the local currency. And his force will bring you an update from the camp of the Black Satellite and the Black Bombers as they finalize training for the African Games with assurance that they will deliver medals for the country. We'll also bring you the fourth in the series focusing on the cost barrier in the NHIS administration as Joy News uncovers reasons some health facilities resort to cash and carry even though patients have valid health insurance cards. When a patient comes to the hospital with or without the health insurance card, we make them buy the drugs because the price NHIS pays us is way below the price we buy the medicines on the open market. I also take you to the Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park in Mausoleum where Joy News and Joy Prime join forces with Latif Abubakar to reenact the famous independence speech by Osajifu Dr. Kwame Nkrumah in 这是一边的，这是一边。嗯，但是我们是现在是在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在，在
that the president announced were actually an underestimation. The president grossly underestimated it. And it was actually my dream. Mm. Because every minister has a responsibility of bringing to the president's attention the work that the minister has done. And in presenting my report, I deliberately understated the account. Just not to raise on eyebrows and to be honest with sensational. But if you if, if, if you go through if you go through, if you go through if you go through ten trillion is just arising in a single case. Mm. If you go through the savings are actually over fourteen billion. Fourteen, 14 trillion. trillion. Yes. I can refer to this matter, China Jilin, which the Supreme Court set aside only last year. The judgment debt here, if you look at the figure here originally. And then all the time, Ganashir was in the High Court of um, Justice, I think, in Kumasi or so. Mm. The transport minister actually came here and made a lot of noise about it because it affected his account and all. Mm. And we took it up and compared to situations where ministers and the also administration would team up and, 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 and orchestrate and facilitate judgment debt. It says this, amount of 352 billion so that the figures are even dizzy, you can't even tell. <laughs> 352 million Ghana cities. 352,662,144.41 pesos. And then an amount of almost $1 billion, $988 million, $294,313. That is it. So almost a billion dollars plus 325 million Ghana cities. Hmm. So the Supreme Court again in 2022, after 2023, yeah, hmm. in the conclusion, says the application before the court that we have quashed the ruling given was expressly to set aside the Ganache order and without prejudice, making the controversial setting aside order. And they granted the order question all these proceedings. Yeah. And uh, interestingly, in this judgment, the court actually held that, as we contended, that the persons who had mounted the action even had no capacity whatsoever. And the identities could not be made out. Mm. Um, a person who was a foreigner holding a power of attorney, which had not been uh, properly uh, notarized, and who had even died later on in the course of the trial, and therefore could not have given another power of attorney to another person to pursue the trial. Mm. was allegedly pursuing this matter. And the court said, no, our contention was right. And therefore, if they want to mount the claim, they must come and properly establish their authority to date. They have not come forward. For all these cases, I have only yes. one question. And then you talk about the numerous international arbitration cases, which the state also has enjoyed remarkable success. And I think that it's a matter of record. Yeah. For the past two years, <laughs> the University of Ghana has actually been chasing me to come and give a lecture to the LLM people on international arbitration. I have not had the time to do so. Yeah. I think this is our, 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 because indeed they are quite impressed by the remarkable rate of success and just want us to enlighten them on what Ghana is doing right. Yeah. Now, $300 million was claimed by um, a company, Cashos Mining. That was refused by the Permanent Court of Arbitration, pursuant to objections that we raised. I have a copy of the judgment here. And if you just would permit me, this is it, the 91-page um, award of the Arbitral Tribunal. Now you look at 300 million US dollars. Yes, yes. So page seven says, OK, this is actually even under one for 60 million USD. 
the 300 million and eventually was suspended. And today, I think um, the people, after the denial of the original claim, pursued another trans arbitration and we raised various objections and all. Mm. I think the ruling should have come in either today or if not mm. today, maybe tomorrow. And, all. Mm. And, and this one that I have in my hand is for at least 60 million USD. It says, finally, look at page seven. The claimant sees an award, an order awarding everywhere, the Beijing Everywhere Company, mm. the traffic system. Damages which it has incurred as a result of the aforementioned breaches of a treaty amounting to an estimate not lower than $55 million. At the time of this claim, the interest component had shot the amount out to over $60 million. Mm. The conclusion which you see here, after we had raised all the objections to the um, inapplicability of the treaty and whatever, the court said, for the reasons, which year was this? Oh, this was just last year. Right. It was just last year, uh, or last two years. Let me see. I mean, the, oh, oh, most of these cases are from 2021 when I assumed the uh, office. Right. So it's January 2023, last year. Mm -hmm. It says, um, for the reasons set out above, the Tribunal A upholds the respondent's objections to the Tribunal's jurisdiction and finds that it has no jurisdiction to decide the claimant's claim in this arbitration. And they invite the party to directly confer on the issue of cost. Mm -hmm. We actually decided not to pursue any cost at all. Mm -hmm. The most important thing was for us to to to, to win and to to, to really mm. appeal out, which we did. All right. The, now, for all the of these cases, I, I really have only yeah. one question. Right. Are they all concluded, or are there opportunities for appeals? Could any of these uh, rulings be overturned, or have you actually saved us these amounts? Most of them have been concluded. I'm very sure that um, the ones that are not concluded are actually the ones that we have issued rates to set aside the jud original judgment on the basis of fraud. And indeed, the court has, in consequence of our rate, um, issued orders suspending the execution of the judgment or setting aside the order for Kanashi Nasai, implying that the payment cannot be made at all. Mm. You know, And I'm very confident that on the basis of all the reasons have advanced the claims no doubt to be defeated. Right. Yeah, in one of them, the ten trillion one, our view is that the amount owed is only about it is fifty six thousand Ghana cities or so. Mm. <laughs> if oh. at all, that's what we paid. Mm. That's um, Attorney General and Minister for Justice, Godfrey Yabuadamide, interacting with morning show host Koji Yangson. That full interview is available on all our social media platforms, also on YouTube and myjoyonline.com. Well, private legal practitioner, Professor Kofi Abuchi, who represented the Africa Automobile in that case against the state, resulting in the over 14 trillion judgment debts that we are seeing today, blames the inaction of the state for the situation. I can understand the difficulty of the Attorney General as a legal protector of the country. However, since we were instructed by our clients, we have not detected any instance of collusion on the part of our clients with any relevant agency. What we know is that there was a contract between our client and the state. The contract was breached. Simple and elementary principle of law. A party who suffers injury in the, in the process can vindicate its uh, rights in court. Our client vindicated its rights in court. The matter traveled through the courts, and as the Attorney General indicated, the High Court gave a ruling or judgment. It was affirmed by the Court of Appeal. The Attorney General's department or the Attorney General was in court. The Attorney General defended the interest of the state. There was extensive evidence that was led before the court. 
the Attorney General had the opportunity of responding to the evidence and therefore bringing out any circumstances of collusion between our clients and state officials or any other persons for that matter. The court had the benefit of reviewing the evidence and giving judgment in the process. It is difficult at this stage to speak of any collusion which has not been endorsed by the court, any collusion which clearly has not, as it were, been accepted by the court. As we speak, the opportunity for appeal has expired. The Attorney General's battle in the state for the matter has no opportunity of appealing this matter. And as the Attorney General indicated, this matter has been um, on the cards for almost two decades. And speaking about collusion at this stage, in our opinion, sounds deleted. But of course, the Attorney General has a job to do. And he's fighting very hard in the circumstances to protect the public best. Mm-hmm. What I can say, however, is that it does seem that the state has sat by and watched on as a judgment that was given against it has ballooned out of control. And you can hardly blame a person or an entity which had a right. And all it did okay. was to vindicate that right. Well, we started from $582 billion. Um, that, that was the original award. Now, where does it stand in terms of the current amount? Over $10 trillion? How much exactly are we now? Look, I can tell you that the figures are going way out of control. Indeed, we, or let's say our clients tried under circumstances that normally are not what is done, tried to, as it were, compromise on its rights and therefore to ask for the payment of what is considered a paltry sum in comparison to what it got in judgment. And this was in recognition of the fact that the amount as it is growing can simply not be countenanced and paid. And the amount but is now 14 trillion. How much exactly are we current state at I the last count? You, I don't even know. And the reason is because the amount keeps growing by the day. Mm. or rather monthly, so to speak, how it is supposed to be calculated. So as we speak, the amount keeps growing, and every time the payment is not made, the amount is just growing and growing out of control. And even as lawyers, sometimes we are, we are not very sure how we are going to go about the execution, given that the state continues to allow the amount to grow. So even though the Attorney General can look at this as protection in one breath, in the other breath, given that the matter is not over, should this amount one day be paid? The question is, how is it even going to be paid? Mm-hmm. And even as lawyers, we are constrained to go into full execution in the circumstances of our clients, a conversation we've had with our clients on many occasions. So that's our current situation. You have there, Professor Kofi Abuchi represented uh, the Africa Automobile in that case that um, the Attorney General made reference to in that interview with Kuju Yangsen. Well, in the coming days, we'll get to know what exactly happens in, with this uh, $14 trillion and how we're going to uh, pay that amount. You can um, share your thoughts with us on it. It's 055-1111-997. But as we speak, I don't know what your current power situation is. Are you in darkness? Do you have lights? I'm sure you can interact with us on it. But this intermittent power outages that we witnessed in recent days dominated the first day of debate of the 2024 State of the Nation Address on the day the Chamber of Parliament and the entire House was plunged into darkness, first by Dumso and later by an ECG disconnection exercise. Well, more on that shortly, but first, the debate started on a family affairs note as John Jinapo and his brother Samuel Jinapo had a go at each other over their respective parties' record in the energy sector. Minority spokesperson on Mines and Energy, John Jinapo, spent a considerable amount of his debate time to berate the government for the current power outages. Listen. The MPP has lost its way when it comes to the management of the economy. And you need to go home, take a breather, reflect on your mismanagement, reflect on your incompetence, so that next time you have the opportunity to sit in the seat and to administer, you will take the people of Ghana serious. For the past three weeks to four weeks, 
They've been shedding load on a daily basis. Yesterday alone, they shed 530 megawatts. This afternoon, exactly 12 o'clock, the lights went up. That is why people are stuck in the elevator. Yes. And you still have the temerity to tell us that the lights are on. Mr. Speaker, that cannot be the case. Well, his brother, Samuel Abujinapo, will have none of that. Taking on what he said was NDC's abysmal doomsaw record. According to the Lands Minister, while he admits the current outages are inconveniencing, it is better than what the NDC to Ghanaians through between 2013 and 2017. Let's go for four years. Four years. The Honorable John Jinapo, Member of Parliament for Yapo Kosovo, talks about lights going off yesterday and talks about lights going off this afternoon. Mr. Speaker, lights went off yesterday. That is correct. Lights went off this afternoon. That is correct. Ghanaians went through inconveniences yesterday. That is correct. They went through, they will go through inconveniences as a result of lights off this afternoon. Mr. Speaker, that is correct. But Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, Ghanaians certainly do not have a short memory. They do not have a short memory. For four years, what we experienced yesterday and what we experienced this afternoon, we experienced it for four continuous years. And what are they telling us, Mr. Figa? Where are we beginning the comparison from? A comparison of Dusa of yesterday, of today, of 48 hours, as opposed to four good years. Mm. So that's how it went down at the beginning of um, the debate of the State of the Nation address on that doomsday note where there was a power outage on the floor in Parliament and then the entire house was also plunged in darkness. Then there was a disconnection exercise. Let's uh, get all the details from our Parliamentary Affairs correspondent, Kweku Asante. So Kweku, Parliament itself has not been spared by these outages. Tell us what happened on the floor as the debate was going on. Well, MFA, it was a bit surprising. I mean, long before we heard from these two brothers, we had heard from Abinos Yassari, who would hear a bit, a bit while in this, in this news item. But then she had spoken about how the light had been kept on by the government of President Ekufuado. Just when she concluded on that note of talking about how government had kept the light on, the light went off in the house and MPs were left shocked. <laughs> But Kweku, I'm wondering if the lights went off, how did they get their microphones on and they were shouting doom so doom so? The, the people you hear there were shouting in darkness. We have a lot of UPS and other systems okay. that ensures that even though the lights have gone off, it will take a little time before the microphones and other set key gadgets that are on the floor actually go off. So while the lights actually went off for a while, it took up about two minutes before the electric company of Ghana were able to restore the light. But even just before the light will be restored, there were even ECG officials who were already on hand in Parliament to disconnect the house because of a 23 million Ghana city debt. But one of the big issues having to do with this disconnection and the power outage in the house was that so many people who were in the elevator and the Jefferson Sandred has four floors. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The persons who are going up and down the elevator actually got stuck. And Amakofibu, the minority, the deputy minority leader, who at the time was in his office and opened the doors because the place was getting very hot, actually rushed into chamber to call in the fire service personnel who are around to go and rescue persons who had been locked up in the in the elevators mm. when the power went out. Interesting. Well, we'll stay a while longer on the disconnection shortly, but let's focus on the other part of the debate. Well, the Deputy Minister for Finance, Abnor Sarsari, you were talking about her earlier. Let's talk about her push and uh, what, what her, exactly her arguments were. Well, according to Abnor Sarsari, despite the acceptance that economy is currently facing challenges. The NDC are simply seeking to drum the issue out of proportion to make it seem like this is the worst economic performance of the country in history. However, she says, just like the president conceded, things are beginning to show positive signs. Rafika, as I listen to the president, I felt a great sense of pride. Mr. Speaker, his address showed that in a world fraught with challenges, Ghana continues to show resilience and advance in hope. Mr. Speaker, this he captured beautifully when he said, and I quote, we stumbled, but we are rising again. We were bruised, but we are healing. We have recovered our footing and we have dusted ourselves off and we face tomorrow with confidence as we speak. We have gone through a first review, which went very, very well. And based on that, we have received the second tranche. So $1.2 billion out of the $3 billion has been given to us. And in April, we are hoping to go through the second successful review so that the needful can be done. Mr. Speaker, we are on track to make sure that 
we bring the economy back to life. So when the president says that, we look with hope and confidence to the future. Mr. Speaker, we know what we are saying. It is possible, and I know we can do it. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. And as expected, Kweku, there was a response from the minority. Yes, we heard from Eric Opoku, who is a member on the Food, Agri, and Cocoa Affairs Committee. He explains that the claims made by the president in the state of this address, and even those repeated by the deputy finance minister, are simply untrue. Every Kenyan is feeling the heat. Now, the president appeared before this house to present the 2024 State of the Nation address, and he now describes the head of the economic management team as Dr. Digitalization. He's no longer the brilliant economist. He's now transmogrified <laughs> into another area, digitalization. Meanwhile, Dr. Baumia, throughout his life, has been trained as an economist. He has failed this country seriously, Mr. Speaker, woefully. Mr. Speaker, as we speak, as we speak, Ghana is listed sixth among countries with the highest debt to the IMF. Top 10 countries with the highest debt to the IMF. Ghana is places. Mr. Speaker, Africa number one. And now Dr. Baumia has no knowledge of the economy. He's no longer in charge of the economy. Now he is in charge of digitalization. From brilliant economists to digitalization, he's now a computer man. Mr. Speaker, another important point. The president indicates that they have successfully negotiated an IMF facility of $3 billion, $3 billion. And that is going to stabilize the economy and bring back hope. Mr. Speaker, the same government, in two years, borrowed $77 billion from Bank of Ghana, an equivalent of $8 billion. And that $8 billion could not stabilize Ghana. Well, Kweku, I would want to take you back uh, to the issue about uh, this particular doomso uh, that the House witnessed and later the disconnection. We'll be hearing from the ECG shortly on this. But first, let me play the full sound in terms of when the, the parliamentarians were sh chanting uh, the doomso, doomso and what uh, the deputy minority leader said. Doomso, 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 doomso. Five and six floor, we have people stuck in. I just got the fire service to run in there. So it's important we know what is happening around us. The light is off, except for this chamber, and I don't some, want that some, to some, some, some people are stuck in the, in the lift. On the fifth and sixth floor. In fact, I just came in because we just got the fire service people to try to get them open, open the elevator. And it's very serious. And I think this house, before, before we continue doing business, we must know the crisis we face. Well, Kweku, so how was the issue resolved? You talked about the, the outage itself and then the disconnection exercise of parliament. As of the time Parliament adjourned today, the Electricity Company of Ghana had not reconnected the Parliament of Ghana because of the date. In fact, uh, Mr. Huma Jetro, who is, a, is, a, is an assistant clerk, had to leave Parliament and go to the ECG head of, head of it, 
to try and get them to, 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 to reconnect them. In fact, they were operating on gensets, and the genset is not connected to the entire parliamentary facility. It's, com- it's connected to the chamber and a few other installations in the house. So, so many MPs did not have electricity in their offices. In fact, if you went to the Justice 100, you would have realized that so many MPs had left their offices open because they wanted fresh air to come in and the people who were stuck in the elevator had to be as it were rescued by the, the National Fire Service. So, mm. as of the time Parliament adjourned today, the ECAG had not reconnected them because of the 23 million Ghana city debt. We understand Parliament is claiming that it's made some payments, but it has not reflected on ECG's, ECG's payment system yet, and that is why ECG did pay. So, they are still in talks to try and reach some amicable solution. We expect that by tomorrow, ECG may reconnect them if they are satisfied with the payment arrangements that the Parliament of Ghana may make. Thank you very much. That's our Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent, Kwekwasanti. But thankfully, Grace Gashong is with the Revenue Protection of ECG and joins us on the line with some answers on what exactly is happening uh, to Parliament and that 23 million city debt. Thank you so much for joining us here on Newsnight. So we're told that you had to disconnect the whole Parliament House over 23 million cities debt. Tell us more. What exactly happened? Yeah, exactly what you said. The only Sorry, sorry, Madam Gashon, you have to uh, reposition yourself. I lost you along the line. You were saying, Yeah, so I was um, responding to your question. Uh, we have the national task force that is uh, taking a nationwide exercise on revenue mobilization. And Parliament uh, happens to go in city, a little over 23 million. So, initially, we gave them a demand notice. We've spoken to them, then we sent them the demand notice, stating the amount they owe, and we gave them a period that they should pay within that period to avoid disconnection. So, today, the period that we gave them is last, and then we went to disconnect. How long have they been owing ECG? This amount spans over which period, you'd say? No, I said that demand notice was given to them for a certain period. Which period? I'm talking about these 23 million CDs. How long have they been owing this amount? And over which period is the question I'm asking? Oh, okay. The amount amount has been accumulated for some time now. It's been accumulated for some time. Mm. Yeah. But we're hearing that... Sometimes fast payments are made. So the current uh, bills comes and then it accumulates more. Mm. But we're hearing that they say they've paid some amounts to ECG already and it looks like it did not reflect. So they are wondering why the disconnection happened today. The, the amount is $23 million. Mm-hmm. And I think Tuesday or so they paid thirteen million. It is uh, accountants at the time. We That's why we were disconnected so until they pay the rest of the 10 million, Parliament will still be disconnected? Well, that would have been the best option, but certain discussions have gone on and they are ready to pay the rest within a short period. So hopefully, power will be connected to them soon. Which period did they say they will pay the 10 million? How many, how many months, how many days, how many weeks did they give you ECG? Well, I, I think it's less than a month. They, they said it, so it's not up to a month. I'm sure they'll pay before a month. So when are you reconnecting them? Hopefully by tomorrow. Hmm. But it's interesting how ECG is able to disconnect a whole parliament house. 
like I said earlier, this city is embarking on this racial enterprise. This is not the first time we've embarked on this enterprise. Mm. And so we're disconnecting whoever is going on. Individuals, institutions, whatever. Yeah, because. Is Jubilee House owing ECG? I'll check that for you later. Okay. I don't have those details. Okay. Mary Gashon, yeah. thank you so much uh, for your time. He joins us um, on the line. He's, uh, she works with uh, the Revenue Protection Department of ECG, and it looks like there's no mercy for the cripple in this matter. And it looks like uh, they just disconnected Parliament and mentions that they only reconnect if that 23 million um, CDs is uh, paid. Well, we've been hearing from uh, the PURC uh, Director of Research, Dr. Eric Obute, uh, on this matter. Uh, we can hear him also, the Director General of the ECG. CG, someone Dubik Mahama, he's been rejecting the claims made by uh, the PRC amongst others. But we've been hearing uh, this particular issue, we've been talking about uh, the the proper human sexual family values bill uh, that was passed yesterday and the reactions that have been coming in. Um, now it is the question of to assent or not to assent, which is a big question uh, for President Okofado. We've seen the international pressure mounting, the local pressure as well, so pressure from external and internal mounting on President Okofado to actually passed the bill. Earlier, uh, from midday news all the way um, to top story, we've been hearing from um, the Attorney General and Minister of Justice his interaction with um, Koju Yangsen. That interaction happened before the passage of the bill and he mentioned that he will not counsel the President to actually assent to a bill that infringes on human rights. You can hear portions of that and then we can we can get reaction. I mean, I said that if indeed all those human rights concerns are not, had, had not been addressed, why would the Attorney General advise the president should proceed to assent to a bill. Mm -hmm. I mean, the point must be established that the attorney is a protector of the public interest. Attorney does not protect any private interest at all. My duty as the attorney in the constitution is to ensure that bills are in conformity with the constitution. And we have had instances where I have even challenged the process of, uh, of, of passage of bills in parliament. There was this um, Justice Abdullah matter where the citizen um, actually challenge the process of passage of, 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 of um, I think, um, no, take of decision mm. by parliament. Yes, and I, 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 on on it, my position was appealed by the Supreme Court, mm. you know. And there's also a, a situation where I have, even on rare occasions, even had to express an opinion concurring with um, an action that has been pursued by a citizen. Mm. If I find that a law is in clear violation of the constitution, and a citizen has challenge the law. A duty <laughs> is, I mean, rest on me to state my opinion fairly, freely to the Supreme Court. Well, thankfully, well, this issue, um, since we've been airing that interview, has um, attracted a lot of reactions, varied reactions on this. And thankfully, the Attorney General and Minister of Justice, Godfrey Yabu Adami himself, joins us here on Newsnight. We are grateful for your time here on Newsnight, sir. So really, right. um, my colleague um, doing that interaction with you was actually before the passage of the bill. So um, I would want to find out, first off, this bill that has been passed, will it say that it's in clear violation of the constitution? Will you counsel the president to actually assent to it? Well, um, thank you very much and good evening to your listeners. I think what has compelled me to Gandhi's interview is actually an impression that was created that I have stated that I'm not going to counsel the president to assent to the bill. I have not seen the bill. I have not seen the content of the bill. And therefore, I'm not in a position to even express an opinion on whether 
I would advise the president to assent or not to assent. So I think mean, I found it a little bit um, curious that Jonathan reported that I had stated an opinion that I'm not going to advise the president to assent to the bill if it uh, contains provisions that infringe on, on human rights. Indeed, I made that point clear. At the time we're having the interview, we're not even aware that the bill had been passed. And I tried to refrain from expressing an opinion on the bill. And then, could you answer the president? Of course, I gave a general um, position. I said the general position of law. That clearly no attainder will advise the president to assign to a bill who is violating human rights. That's as simple as that. So that must, the point must be made. But that is not to say that I have stated that I am not going to advise the president to assent a bill because it violates human rights. I don't know what the bill contains. Mm-hmm. Um, I express an opinion on the bill in the process of its formulation. I appeared before the committee. I expressed my views. I understand that the bill has gone through various processes and various um, refinements. I'm not aware of the current state of the bill. As simple as that. So, and the bill itself has not been laid before or presented to the president. The president is there to receive the bill. So, I think the question as to whether the president was sent or not itself is moot to start with. Quick clarification, Mr. Dami. Um, that question that was asked about whether you would advise or counsel the president to assent to a bill that infringes on human rights, was it about the anti gay bill, even though it hadn't been passed back then? I think the question clearly mm-hmm. is whether any person in the country is in the position to even enact a law which violates human rights and whether indeed if a bill violates human rights a person um, uh, I mean the president ought to assent to, to the bill and I think that already I've heard of the steps that will be taken by various people to challenge the, the, the bill in the Supreme Court and clearly, we know under the Constitution, the attorney is a defendant in all constitutional actions. And therefore, I really desist from expressing a view mm. on a bill which I have not seen, on a bill which has not been laid before the president for his assent. It's just because a clarification I If the matter goes to court, mm-hmm. I will be the defendant. And therefore, I will express my view. That's very clear. But I just wanted you to clarify, because you had raised concerns about the fact that we had reported that you spoke about the anti-gay bill. Yes. Even though we clarified that you had spoken before the passage of the bill. So I wanted to find out if that response you gave to my colleague, Kujo Yangsen, was in respect of the LGBTQ bill. That was before Parliament back then. I would want to go on record to state that to the extent that some citizens of Ghana would want to exercise their constitutional right to issue a writ against their tenure. I would wait for me to receive the writ, and then my views will, will, will be known. So the, the, yes. the comment you and, made and the bill that also you would has not, not mm-hmm. but the, the comment, I beg your pardon, Mr. Mr. Goffredi Abuadami. The comment you made that you will not counsel the president to assent to a bill or a law that violates or infringes on human rights. What exactly were you speaking to? It was a general statement of law, and not clearly, and not in respect no, of the LGBTQ yeah, a general bill. statement of law that yes, if if any bill at all in the country offends human rights, why would any attainder? And I doubt if there's any attention on whether living or present who would counsel or who, who perhaps had the opportunity in the past to advise the president to assent to a bill with violating my rights. Mm. I doubt any attention did such a thing. 
Well, with the passage, you insist that you haven't seen the bill, but I'm sure that you've received some briefing or report on it because it's, um, going, it's going through the process to be presented to uh, the president. And of course, you'll be counseling the president on that matter. Your immediate reaction to the passage of the bill? Well, I've, I've not seen the bill. I've not received any briefing whatsoever on the bill. Mm. And I stated that my involvement was limited to the presentation of a memorandum to the Committee on Constitutional Affairs and my appearance before the Committee on Constitutional and Legal Affairs and to further express my views on the content of my memo. And beyond that, I've not been involved at all the subsequent readings of the bill. The third reading, for instance, I was not aware, the consideration stage, I was not even aware, I heard of it on radio, that the consideration had taken place. If perhaps I knew or had been invited to appear before, I would have expressed my views. So I don't know even the current state of the bill. Well, it's interesting that um, knowing that this is something that will definitely come before you, you haven't taken any interest in it at all, don't know the state it's of it. It's not a matter of taking interest. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of being invited by Parliament. Mm. I received a formal letter from the Committee on Conscious and Legal Affairs. I responded accordingly and I expressed my views. I received an invitation for an appearance before the Committee and I appeared before the Committee. And if Parliament is going through its processes, I'm not a member of Parliament. So how would I even know that indeed on so-so uh, so date, this specific window of the bill will be made? Mm. Indeed yesterday, when Kodi and I were having the interview, we're not aware that even the bill was being passed mm. whilst we were in my office. So whilst I was in my office, I an interview to Kodi Hassan, pa Parliament apparently was going through processes to pass the bill. I was not aware because I'm not a member of Parliament okay. and I was not notified. But I'm sure in your hearing or listening to what has happened so far after the passage of the bill and the reactions both internal and external, what would you say so far as a well, the, the, the reactions, The reactions on radio mm -hmm. did not contain a clause-by-clause -clause analysis of the bill. Okay. And therefore, I'm not aware of the contents of the clauses in the bill. So 24 hours I've after that, you still haven't called for it to understand I what is going on? I don't think the president on. has even been written to. Okay. I don't think the bill, see, the next step after a passage of a bill is for it to be presented to the president for his assent. Exactly. Is that not so? That's true. And the if processes the are underway, has not, hasn't yes. gone there yet, it, it, I know. Been, yes. So, how much more the attorney The president is supposed to be the first person to receive the bill. But you'd be, advising, you'd be advising the president. So, one would have Precisely, thought that you would, how would, have been you would actually address yourself with everything that is happening so far. I'm wondering how you're going to counsel the president then. Well, so. That is why I would want to desist from unnecessary speculation. Okay. Because the bill must be presented to the president, and then the content will be known. The clauses, the special clauses approved by parliament will be known. I have gone through processes of ensuring that bills that are presented to parliament are passed by parliament, and then on the day the bills are passed by parliament, changes have been made on the floor of the house. Mm. I can allude to the pre-bargaining bill. On the day it was passed, we made substantial changes. I can agree to other bills as well. On the day they were passed, we, we made substantial changes on the floor of the house. And for that matter, I'm not in the position to express a view on a bill that had which content I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll wait. Uh, once you get the full content of the bill, then we'll see what reaction or what counsel you'll be giving the president. We are grateful for your time, Mr. Godfrey. Thank Martin. you very much. Thank you. That's um, the Attorney General and Minister of Justice there uh, interacting with us. So earlier, uh, that interview we played was before um, he actually, or that before the bill was passed and he's been reacting to that. Let's do business now. And George Riafi is here in the studios with the latest. Hello, George. Hi. 
Naomi Fan, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. How about you? Well, coming up in business, Bank of Ghana steps up monetary measures to help check excess liquidity on market as it takes other actions to deal with recent pressure on city. And MTN holds almost 90% of more than 18 billion Ghana cities mobile money accounts with commercial banks for last year. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom Books and Stationery, Synthes Tanks, and Pep Student Charcoal and Herbal. It's 4209 or 762792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com. When you want to eat, just momo it. Tired of the long queues in the supermarket? Pay with Momo. When you really want that beautiful new blouse, just Momo it. When you want to get a trim and get fresh to impress you know who, just Momo it. When you need to pay your utility bills and domestic staff, Shani Momo. When you want to send love to the family back home, send some Momo. Join the millions of MTN Momo users all over Ghana and live life the brighter way. So just Momo it. MTN. Hello, Auntie Araba. Hey, Boga, how are you doing today? I want to buy Pepsodent Cavity Fighter, but I don't have enough money. So what are you going to do? Can you give me the big size? You know, as for me, I'll pay the balance later. Today, no credit. I haven't sold much this morning. If you don't have enough money for the big size, why don't you try the 120-gram pack? There's a 120-gram pack? Introducing the new Pepsodent Cavity Fighter in 120-gram pack size. More affordable and convenient. Get yours today from any supermarket near you. Every smile matters. This advert is FDA approved. Water is needed all day, all night. So, remember Syntex Tank all day, all night. Seven years warranty. Select any color for free. In no de crack, in no de spoil. Call Accra on 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Syntex Tank. A strong, a tough. Water is needed all day, all night. So, remember Syntex Tank all day, all night. Seven years warranty. Select any color for free. In no de crack, in no de spoil. Call Accra on 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Syntex Tank, a strong, a tough. You're welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, the Bank of Ghana is up in its game when it comes to the monetary measures to help check the excess city in circulation. The move has been influenced by the impact of this development on the local currency. There is more in this report. One of the reasons that is said to have contributed to the current pressure on the Ghana city is what has been described as the excess city in circulation. That has fueled a demand for more dollars as some try to take extra measures to hedge against inflation following the January 2023 spike. Some of these persons and businesses are also worried about the city's fortunes going forward. Therefore, they have moved out quickly to buy dollars. This is expected to help them protect their investment. 
However, the situation has been compounded by the payment of more than 5 billion Ghana cities for the new bonds that matured. Vers has heightened fears that the current pressure on the Ghana cities could worsen going forward. But a central bank has maintained that there is no cause for alarm as they are issuing some Bank of Ghana bonds to try and mop up Vers liquidity. Vers will ensure that the current Ghana city in circulation will match productivity, a move that could go a long way to check inflation rates as well. The Bank of Ghana believes that there there's no need for businesses to panic as it will continue to take the required measures to slow the rate of the Ghana city's depreciation. It was also quick to describe the margin of depreciation posted so far as expected for the first quarter of this year. But a central bank believes that the expected correction will take place very soon. This is because other forex measures at its disposal will also be deployed. The central bank sees its dollar auction program as well as its market intervention and other measures will help deal with the current pressure on the Ghana city. And that is a business text report. Now, Vice President of the Association of Custom Housing Agent Ghana, Filibeldo Mensah, is urging government to remove some outmoded taxes on importation at the ports. According to him, they actually the rent on warehousing interest charges and COVID-19 levy charge on importation will actually help ease doing business. He spoke to Joy Business on the sidelines of the Custom Division of the Ghana Revenue Authority first time release study report in Accra. In the 70s, importers were giving money to go to the market and bring goods. So when you bring the goods and you are not clearing them on time, then there's interest on the money they have given you. That's where government take the interest. But today, nobody is giving anybody's money. Over two years now since COVID has been departed from us, but the state is still taking advantage of taking this uh, levy to recover whatever cost they have. We, we are, as uh, policymakers, we are pleading with the state to ensure that these few taxes that I've mentioned, if they can do away with them, so that it will reduce the cost of doing business at the port for us. Philip Bedumensa is Vice President of the Association of Customs Housing Agents Ghana. Now, MTN is holding almost 90% of the total amount of mobile money accounts held with commercial banks. This has been confirmed by its 2023 financial account released to investors on Wednesday. There is more in this report. The 2023 FinTech report released by the Bank of Ghana showed that the total value of mobile money accounts that the commercial banks were holding was pegged at 18.3 billion cities. However, MTN's financial accounts released for 2023 showed that MTN accounted for 16.3 billion cities of these funds that commercial banks were keeping on behalf of the mobile money operators. The development again confirms the dominance of MTN in the telecom space and mobile money business. The telecoms operator puts the number of mobile money users at 15.2 million, representing more than 20% jump from what it had in 2022. Meanwhile, MTN has announced an increase in its charges for cash-out transactions done on its network. Documents seen by Joy Business shows that cash transactions above 50 Ghana cities will attract 50 pesos and a commission of 20 pesos. 
And that is a business tech report. Now, Vivo Energy Ghana says it will continue to provide quality fuel and lubricant to its customers. The company says at this, at this newly launched lubricant that has been designed with high technology from Shell and operates with the maximum protection for engine and also saves cost on fuel. Marketing manager at Vivo Energy Ghana, Kukusichikan, says the lubricant is affordable and very convenient. What is unique about this oil is that it helps to reduce the carbon emissions into the environment and therefore it is environmentally friendly. In terms of the mileage it covers, it covers up to 50% more and therefore it can go up, up to about 10,000 kilometers with an oil change. And therefore it ends up saving the customer money in, in terms of the frequency of oil change. Kwekuse Chikan is the marketing manager for Vivo Energy Ghana. To turn our attention to the stock market, it appears the MTN's telling financial performance for last year, posting almost 4 billion Ghana cities in profit of the tax, is impacting on its shares. Today, it was up by Peswa to close at 1 Ghana city, 40 Peswas on the Ghana Stock Exchange. Let's talk about PM Express Business Edition. MFA, the argument about the rising unemployment will not go away. We heard from those who put out the report. We heard from the politicians. What about businesses? What can they do to help to deal with the situation? Mm. We'll be engaging the Chief Executive Association of Ghana Industries, Sechuma Kwabo. We'll also be engaging Alex Frimpon. He is the Chief Executive of the Ghana Employee Association and also a labor economist that is Professor Bob Watting and the University okay. of Ghana are going to look at the different dimensions when it comes to businesses and even the academia, how to deal with the challenge at 9 p.m. on Joy News. And all what I like about a PM Express Business Edition is the way we break down the business issues for everybody to understand. Reason why I always tune in. Um, every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. It's also on DSTV. We're also on myjoyonline.com and all our social media platforms. You can no. miss it with George. Yeah. Thank you, Emifa. Thank you very much, George. Let's do some of your messages uh, that you've sent in. Uh, we have uh, this one um, from Eric Nikropong. The Attorney General is uh, fierce his matters and it is worrying to hear he does not know the content of the bill. Indeed, I'm shocked and perplexed at the Attorney General's reaction. And Dave from Chicago is excited about um, our interaction with um, the Attorney General. And Daniel Kutuati from East Ligon says, passing the LGBTQI bill is a good thing for Ghana. We call on the President to ascend to the bill to become law. Walanyo Inakutia says, minorities should not chant that there is doom. So, in fact, uh, what Ghanaians experienced under the Attorney was indescribable and so many lives were claimed. We are not experiencing doom so, but power outages. That's how um, he describes it. Uh, more of your messages uh, that we can, we can take a look at Briefly, um, I'll um, try and then uh, go to some of the messages. And Mr. President and his team must stop misleading Ghanaians. He knows that um, his government has betrayed. Okay, and Godfrey Dam is saying he can't advise the president to assent to the LGBTQ bill because it's in total violation of human rights. Um, you have a long message um, reaction. He should stop the hypocrisy and give Ghanaians a break. So Melvin uh, Eriks in who sends that one in. And um, we have more of the messages. I have to filter most of them. But let's do. 
Sports, Musbao is here uh, with the latest. Musbao, what's in sports? Well, MFO, we just some six days away from the African Games. And uh, tomorrow, the vice president will officially open the Legon Sports Complex uh, for the African Games. It's been a long way coming, but the facility is now ready to host the African Games. Now, on March 9th, the Black Satellites will be in action. Uh, in the African Games and the head coach of the side, Despon Ofer, says the team is progressing steadily with their preparation as the GIA Tours uh, kickstarts in the African Games tournament in March. Now the team pitched a three-week camp at the Ghanaman Soccer Centre of Excellence in Pram Pam, where the large majority of training coupled with other technical instructions have been imparted before they headed to Cape Coast for their final preparation. Now the coach believes there is much at stake for the Black Satellite going into the tournament. However, he assures the boys can make Ghana proud if they stay focused. We're in a final hurdle uh, towards the tournament. You know, we the last three weeks we've been in uh, the soccer centre in Prom Prom, and uh, we've been working really hard. Now we are here in Cape Coast um, to train. We're in the final stages of our preparation. And everything is going smoothly. Working in football, there's a lot of challenges, but we must uh, stay focused. Why? Because obviously we know what is at stake. Um, this All-African Games means a lot to us, especially uh, in our current state. Uh, we really want to prove something uh, to the nation. And, uh, you know, the boys are really hungry and ready to showcase their talent. That's Desmond Ofoy, the head coach of the Black Satellite. One other team that uh, Ghana will be looking to produce some medals are the boxing team. And the trainer of that side is Mr. Ofosu Asaru. He's been giving us some updates on the team's preparation also. Well, uh, we've prepared. We've gone through all the uh, preparation stages, like the general preparation, uh, special preparation, and now we are the specific. And uh, this is the time that we have to recover our boxes to get them ready for the competition itself. We are, uh, we are determined because uh, for some time now, we've not been able to uh, win a big medal. So that's uh, Mr. Ofosu Asari with full confidence that Ghana will get some medals in the boxing discipline of the African Games. That's mm. it, MFA. Thank you very much. We wish them all the best. Now we bring you the fourth in a series of Joy News stories focusing on the NHIS, the cost barrier, as Joy News uncovers reasons health facilities providing services under the NHIS resort to cash and carry system, even though patients have valid insurance cards. Tonight's edition is made possible by Stanley Lee Blue. Here's more. West Municipal Hospital, scores of patients who have come here to access health care are not happy because they are compelled to pay money despite being valid members of the scheme. Accompanied by the mother, Sarah Kisiwa has just been discharged from the hospital after spending four nights at the facility after being delivered of her baby. She is one of the many patrons who had to pay money for services the facility offered to them. Kisiwa says the national health insurance is not simply working. She bags a claim with receipts she obtained from the hospital showing proof of payment. I have the national health insurance, but when I come to the hospital, I am being requested to pay for services including labs and scans. I am surprised that patients are being asked to pay money for services rendered. This is really disturbing. At the entrance of the Mamobi General Hospital is Rosmond Kodia. She has also 
also been discharged from the facility after being delivered of her baby there. She also expressed shock about the huge sums of money she had had to cough up to settle her bills despite possessing a valid NHIS card. I think it's not working here because they really took me a lot of money at um, the place that I delivered. They took me 190 cities, almost 200 cities. Stanley Ni Blue with the fourth part, the fourth in the series of uh, NHIS focus. Now, later this evening. Freedom! 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 That new African is ready to fight his own battle and show that after all, the black man is capable of managing all of us. And my last warning to you is that you all should stand firm behind us so that we can prove to the world. Well, you definitely can't miss that voice. That's Osajifu Dr. Kwame Nkrumah there in his famous Sit March 1957 speech to Magana's Independence Day or independence from the British colonial rule. And it's been 67 years since then. And this evening, your superstation Joy 99.7 FM and Joy Prime will be joining forces with Latif Abubakar and the team to bring you the reenactment of that Independence Day speech. We'll be live on Joy FM. And thankfully, Edem Naite is there and she joins me live with what to expect tonight. Edem, what am I missing? Edemsai, if you can hear my background, you should know that the program has already started. And so you and I are denying our audience of enjoying the program. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but we are already on air, and so we can cross over now. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, 
Please, let's clap for them. They have done so well. Ha! Ah, when I grow up, eh, I would like to become like them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Beneath the vast and starry night, where Ghana's heart and soul do lies, we at Joy 99.7 are here to introduce you to the Ghana month with open arms. We are here to celebrate our culture. Yes, our deep and vast culture through the present and the past. Let the drums roll. We are celebrating Ghana. Celebrating Ghana in Ghana's month, in Ghana's glory by joyous Ghanaians. Kwe. You heard them sing. Growing up, after I, we will gather around by the fireside and then we sing. You want to hear my voice? Ah, can you smoke? You can't be there. You are not mini sunny. Ila lo inkala. You are mini sunny. Pony, can you smoke? You smoke me, mala Gen Z. You are not gonna like me. Ah, mingbla, mingbla, cholele, mingbla, mingbla, cholele, mingbla, sasa ite wole malo. Manalo maye, aho. Wole malo, manalo maye. Wafe, wangbla, wangbla tolele. Wangbla, wangbla tolele. Wangbla sasaite, wole malo. I think So at this point, I think we need to evoke a concentrated imaginative awareness. So with the melodies, charms of the talking drums, Ghana. from the place of distant dreams into memory holding to step into time 
and then we can begin a telling, a retelling, and then a reliving of all the essences that make us a people. I am a lonely dreamer traveling to distant places to nest my germinating journeys and to seed my adventures as fruit for my daring. I am this jubilating fruit swinging the visible joys of a breezy day and I remain the hefty tongue of conscience housing the cheeks of time awaiting the next eternity to speak light to this chaos of the world. I hide my fears in the hollows of the phantom from and when it's out on the rattles and the strings we dare to say man can only be as true as his mother tongue a child who will live long needs no charm and so on the day that the creator rested he gave us a seed not just one he gave us six and out of the six the creator himself became seven and that was how our nation was completed they say my words are heavy they say i speak in riddles of course i speak the elevated tongues of the elders because as a people we are pregnant with dreams and visions and aspirations hoping that one day this drama will end let us not forget we are simply a scene in the whole picture of scenes that have rolled before while we hold the stage let us contribute our very best when we get to the next chapters we would have been added to the history of this place i have never known and will never know any colonial master. I was born a free Ghanaian and I will hand over a freer future to the generation that has yet to enter the thoughts of time. I dare ask you, who are you? Where are you from? What is your name? What do you know of this country? Who is Ghana? Beyond the realms of the warrior king, what were his exploits? Who has she birthed? Who are her children? True, she has suffered pain, she has suffered light. And so Mother Ghana has had her children rape her, give true born to children. Indeed, who cannot be named, yet she has had some prestigious sons. Ah, a bibri mohema, a titiritum wanted your son, or Amma Woodian Kaudi Sikapudio Nejito Magro. And so, when papa. All men sleep. Some chose to dream for dreams are the praise of the chosen. Yet others chose to wake up and lend feet to their dreams. And so the seeds of freedom were planted in their dreams. And they woke up and lent legs to it, taking lashes on their backs, lashes on their dreams, lashes on their hopes. And we today dare, beyond beating the animal skins, we choose to beat our chest because we are free people. The chest is as good as a drum as any animal skin could ever be. When we have stopped to beat it, we take a solemn.